Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I'm your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast, and if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, uh, just wanted to say that this is our last episode for this year in 2018. I hope you had an amazing Christmas um, and that you've got something planned um, for celebrating the beginning of 2019. Uh, whatever you're, whatever you're doing, whether you're spending it with family, whether you're going to a party, um, or just doing nothing and just watching the TV. I hope you have a really good time. Um, for me, it was just too much food, too much drink. Um, but I sat down and I've got a few, uh, improvements that I want to do that I promised myself for 2019. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to actually doing a lot more for the podcast as well to help provide more help and advice to anyone that's renovating their home as well. M- myself and Julia, I can speak for Julia and myself as well. Um, what plans have you got for 2019? Are you finally going to buy that house? Maybe you're going to do that extension that you've been always talking about, uh, or perhaps you're just going to create, uh, treat yourself to a new kitchen or a bathroom. Um, whatever you're deciding to do, I wish you good luck. And remember to always do your checks when hiring any tradespeople. Um, there's good and bad tradespeople out there and, um, just do some thorough checks. Don't, um, you know, just hire someone, um, uh, quite spontaneously on, on any websites, read the feedback, um, you know, get some references and just make sure that, uh, you're hiring the right person. Do lots of research as well, just to make sure that you're familiar with the costs, um, that things are going to end up, um, costing you. And, um, if that means that you're getting some of the materials yourself and you can save some discounts here and there, uh, it all helps. So, um, yeah, just do your research and, and, and do your checks just to make sure. Um, this episode, uh, we're actually just talking about what a year it's been. Um, we've got some news to tell you, um, and, uh, things that we've been up to, uh, with the property press awards, um, uh, this year as well. We're also talking about myself um, and Juliet are talking about our best guests, our best bits of this year on each episode. Um, we're always also talking about, um, some updates that happened with the website. Um, and if you've not been on the website, uh, you can go to property renovation podcast.com. Um, each episode that goes out also is, uh, duplicated on there and there's lots of resources, um, that you could, you can check out as well. You can also, um, uh, you can also search for archived episodes, uh, and it's just going to get better and better, uh, for 2019 as well. Um, we also mentioned a little bit about how, how much we've grown over this year. 
what suggestions we've got for next year. And we, we're calling out to you as listeners. If you've got suggestions for us, uh, something, uh, that you think might be good, uh, for people to benefit from on the podcast, uh, then please get in touch. Uh, you can do that by going, uh, emailing us. You can email podcast at property renovation podcast.com. And you can check that out. Um, I'm also talking about myself going to uh, finally visit Julia in Chicago uh, in February, which is going to be great. Um, and just what we've learned on our own projects as well. I'm not so sure if you know, but I also have a company uh, in London that is related to um, interior design and design and build. And also Juliet is an architect in Chicago. So she's had her own clients as well. So we're just talking a little bit about, you know, what we've learned this year as well. And finally, we mention a lot about our thank yous to our guests, our sponsors, our partners and our listeners as well. So, um, yeah, enjoy this episode. I wish you a happy new year, uh, and a positive 2019 as well. And I look forward to delivering more information and advice then so look forward to you listening to us thank you very much hey guys welcome to this episode of the property renovation podcast it's actually our last one of 2018 and i've actually got juliet with me um so it's been it's been great i think it's been absolutely amazing this year um so like we've spread juliet hi um Hey James, happy holidays. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. Happy holidays to you as well. Literally my, we're, we're closing down in terms of like my, my company back in London, we're closing down in two days and I'm so excited. It's been oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I finally get time to spend with the kids and, um, Annika as well. So that's cool. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just talking about like what a year it's been you know? Yeah. It's been a really, it's been amazing. I don't think we could have foreseen like all the growth and all the kind of amazing thing that's come of this podcast. No, no. I mean, even going back to when, when we first actually started the podcast, I, I, I really underestimated, um, how far it would spread and how quickly as well. Uh, but still I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm on this journey for a long time. Um, so yeah, we've like, We've, we've, we've spread the podcast pretty much in now 27 countries. So, um, you know, that's pretty good to hear that you're in places like Japan and South Africa is quite cool. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've had a few emails as well, like expressing gratitude, gratitude and like, um, genuinely, um, we've had homeowners email us and say, you know, how, how grateful they are that we've been doing something like this and that they can actually grab onto it for free. Um, you know, get some good sound advice, not only from us, but just from our guests as well that come on, uh, homeowners, um, and the professionals that we've had on as well. So it's brilliant. Um, I want to talk about a little bit about the press press awards. Did you, I mean, do you remember when we had the press awards and we were shortlisted for that? That was, that was actually shortly after I came on and that was just, that kind of bowled me over because, you know, we're so young. And then the fact that, you know, we were even in the same arena as some of these big wigs, that was so exciting. Honestly, Julia, I, I really, um, I mean, I, I took the ball by the horns. I really like wanted that opportunity to, to happen. 
Um, but I remember actually receiving that email to say that we were, we have been put on the long list. I remember that you've been put on the long list for the property press awards, um, for the, I think it was the newcomer uh, of the year. Um, and then I was looking at like everyone else that was on there and I was seeing people like there's, there's this guy in, um, in London, uh, in the UK called Kevin McLeod. He does the grand designs, um, show on, oh, right. Him. on yeah, on channel four. Yeah. Um, and he does the big grand designs live, which is every year at the XL or at the NEC as well in Birmingham. So, but I was like, crikey, you know, like, <sighs> This, what, what, I ain't got, we haven't got a chance in hell, you know, but the fact that we were on the long list was pretty good. But then like just a little while after that, we were put on the short list and then I was invited to, um, the mayor's office, which is this beautiful, um, I'm trying to think of the armadillo shaped building, uh, just off the river Thames right next to uh, the HMS Belfast, um, okay. and which, which is right next to the Tower Hill, actually. Remind me, have you been to London? I, can't I have not. It is it is so high on my to-do list, but it's... it's yeah, a good okay. yeah, so we're going to we're gonna do that soon. But, um, yeah, so, like, I was told, you know, um, to, to attend, and I'm going to be surrounded by all of the top press... Um, all the journalists in, in the renovation and home building industry, uh, which was crazy. Um, all in one place, all in one room. And I remember I was trying to get someone to go with me and they, they couldn't go. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to go on my own. I'm going to be in this place. I'm going to be on the stage. What, what's going on? Uh, luckily I didn't have to go on stage, but the end of the day, we came second. So we came incredible. Yeah. Yeah, we came up against Kevin McLeod um from Channel Four and he won. And good, you know, like that's great, but to be that close was incredible. So let's see what happens next year as well. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Uh I think even there's some still there's still some photos. Maybe I'll put the odd photo up uh on Instagram so you can go and check that out. Um so let's talk about our guests. I remember, oh, yeah. You you've had so many good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you interviewed Mark? Yeah, I interviewed Mark Clement from my Fix It Up Life early in this year, and it was a ton of fun. He was so knowledgeable and so high energy and got... I love how he just got super detailed into terms of like you want to get this tool for this specific reason and look out for this. And you think that, that this isn't a big deal, but it actually is. And wait until you need this for this situation. It was just, it was this wealth of information. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a builder. And so I just, I loved it. I just ate it all, ate it all up. And so when I finally <laughs> do have my own house, I'll know what screwdriver to get and why. <laughs> I, I, I remember listening to that episode and I'm like speaking to Mark anyway, super energetic. I love the fact that he, 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 um, is really passionate about, uh, you know, what he does, especially in carpentry as well. Yeah. I really like that. Um, 
but that's episode 51 and i would probably encourage anyone anyone that is trying to um uh build their house all on their own um and and you're stuck to you know not too sure what kind of tools to use or anything like that um definitely go and listen to his episode as well where is he from again remind me he is in pennsylvania pennsylvania where he's currently based yeah. yeah, and he actually, uh, he has a decent presence on YouTube. And so if you have other questions that we don't hit on in that episode, it's definitely worth, you know, checking that out because he and his, he and actually his wife, they're kind of a DIY couple duo and, you know, they have, they have a pretty good presence and they have a lot of really helpful stuff up there. Yeah. Yeah. Is it my DIY fix it or something it's like that? It's my fix it up life. My fix it up life. That's it. Cool. Okay. I remember, um, interviewing one of, one of my best guests, I reckon was Leora. Um, she is a plant-based chef. This was episode 68. Um, and she's a plant-based chef. And the reason why I got her on and, and I, I wasn't too sure about it at the beginning because I was thinking how, how connected is this to renovation? Um, but when I was thinking about it a bit more, it was all about, um, why the, one of the room, one, one of the rooms in your home is so important, the kitchen, you know, because everyone comes together, everyone has that glass of wine, you know, after work and enjoys the cooking, cooking together, experiencing, you know, different flavors and everything else. And I thought that would be great. So, um, interviewing her and that was a YouTube one. So I always love like being in person and interviewing, um, our guests. And to actually have that recorded um, as well. And it was probably my first attempt, if I'm going to admit this right now, it was my first ad- attempt at doing the video myself as well. So I was quite proud of that. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it taught me a few things to to improve on, on when we do more videos in the future as well. Yeah. yeah. And I actually loved that episode because um, I like that she didn't come at it from a designer or builder or sort of industry perspective Mm. and she came at it from the experience of just uh i mean she is a chef but i also love that she really came at it from the perspective of just you know having a family living in this home and it was very much so about you know think about your family think about the memories you want to create think about the feeling you wanted to have because i actually think that's a really that's probably the best starting point. You know, you think first about what kind of experiences do I want to cultivate? And then you build around that. So I, I really appreciated her perspective. Yeah. I, I, I think like, um, everyone has their own place in their home and their home, home, like their own favorite space to, to go and to be at. Uh, but I do think that the, the kitchen does, uh, get neglected sometimes, you know, and it's, uh, I think one of my, um, when, when we're talking about a kitchen and how it needs to be practical and everything else, I just want to mention about, um, typical places like from a DIY point of view that they're able to achieve quite beautiful kitchens now from really uh, affordable places. You know, um, yeah. I've watched a place like Ikea develop over 15 years. Um, and the, the quality is, as as like got really, really good now. You know, um, and it's perfect for anyone that is trying to buy a budget kitchen that wants to look beautiful, 
that has something, you know, the pastel colors. It's like raised off the floor. It's got lots and lots of space uh, on the worktops and stuff like that. So I love it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. The IKEA's kitchen game is strong. It's very, very strong. Really strong. (laughs) They've got some good designers now, you know? They have, yes. Actually, their um, primary designer, she is, oh no, I forget her name, but she is um, a British woman. Uh huh. A famous interior designer. And she, yeah, the work is gorgeous. Um, It's, I actually recommend it to some of my own clients. I know that their hardware is top notch, but I mean, okay, we're digressing, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. That's a whole nother episode. Okay. Um, And then uh, Ebba. Ebba was uh, another one that was probably, it's hitting top of my list, to be honest. I really, really loved interviewing Ebba. Um, And so Ebba's uh, on episode 75. And she is an interior designer. Uh, she's from Sweden, but she lives in London and, uh, she's part of, uh, uh, Sigma, um, uh, which has got a shop and a studio, uh, just off the King's Road in Chelsea in London. And I was quite excited to, uh, I remember actually like, uh, we were discussing on email, um, and we were like, well, shall we do this? Like, on, on, you know, like via the computer remotely or, um, should we do this in person? And we were, we really were trying to make our minds up because Ebba's a very busy woman anyway, you know, and, um, trying to just work out the, the, the logistics of that. But I was quite pleased that we actually decided to do it in her studio. I remember, um, going to London and then, uh, I've like seven o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. I woke up and like, I was in her, st- in, in her studio shop, um, for like quarter to eight, uh, nice Starbucks coffee, you know, got to, got to have a look around. Um, but yeah, a beautiful, beautiful shop. If anyone, uh, wants to go down or you live in London, you want to go and check that shop out, definitely go and check it out. We've got the address on our, um, on our website as well. Um, but, yeah, Ebba, just a very, very, very down to earth, lovely lady. Um, and I really enjoyed that episode because you never know where they're going to go. You know, it's, uh, right. it's really, you know, you, you never know where it's going to go, but we had a lo- really, really beautiful conversation. Um, she came up with some super interesting, um, uh, tips and information that I think is going to help a ton of people. If not, um, our homeowners, but our, like anyone that's, um, trying to, you know, maybe they're studying to be an interior designer themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely listen to that episode, episode 75. Yeah. Um, and I'm def, I'm going to get her on again because she's got so much to say. Um, yeah. and, and yeah, yeah, I just really liked it. It was really, really cool. Yeah. It was a, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed the episode because um, I'm not an interior designer, but so much of what she said, I could really relate to. And it was, um, in one way, it was, I guess, gratifying to hear it that way, just because like, okay, I'm not alone. You know, this is a struggle. You know, clients, yes, that's a struggle with that. And so it was it was good to hear from um, straight from another designer's perspective. But also, I really enjoyed when she sort of, you know, let us peek behind the curtain in terms of how she thinks and how she puts things together and just sort of the journey that she goes on with clients. It was really, and I love the fact that it wasn't a very, like a specifically, 
like you guys talked about a lot of things, which I loved, you know, it just sort of gives you a very, it gave me like a very broad look into her world and what she's working with. And it's just, it's one of those magical, like, let me peek behind the curtain and see how the magic is made. Yeah. 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 Very good episode. Really, really good. Um, let's talk some about, let's talk about the best bits. Uh, of, 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 of this year. Probably I'm going to hit, hit off with Buster and Punch. That was good. Yeah. I think for me, actually, um, I know it's recent just because these episodes were, you know, they've aired the past month or so, but I actually really appreciated everything that, um, Eduardo, Allen and Pauline from development discovery has said. Mm-hmm. And I think I've really appreciated it because, um, well, in full disclosure, my mentor is a developer here in the United States and everything that I've learned, um, about his business and the right way to run projects and nitty gritty financing deals and the way things are structured. I think that development discovery has done a really good job of giving people really solid information that's spot on everything that I've heard from them. And also I actually really, um, I appreciate their candor and being like, look, this is how long a project takes and you're watch out for the, like these, you, if you think that you can do this and bam, bam, you're out in nine months with, you know, doubled your money. They're like, it's not how it works. And I think I've really appreciate that candor probably because in this world of, you know, like flip or fail or all those sorts of TV shows, it kind of gives you a dose of reality of like, it's, the amount of effort it can really take to pull off one of these projects. So I, I really appreciated that. Yeah. I would say like any of those kind of shows, they only show the best bits, right? So they're going to edit out a hell of a lot. Um, and there is behind the scenes, a hell of a lot of struggles. Um, uh, you're playing with a lot of money sometimes and yeah. you lose very quickly as, as almost as quickly as you can gain as well. You know, it's a gain, gain actually, it takes a lot longer actually, but yeah. Um, no, that was, a, that was interesting. I love, I loved interviewing all three of them. That was a challenge. That was a challenge because logistically, um, to interview all three in one day was yeah. pretty tough. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. No, that was good. They, 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 they bed with it. And, um, I think, uh, Alan had, um, so much to say, you know, like in terms of, he's got tons of knowledge. He's been doing it for years. Um, Eduardo was great. I loved interviewing him as well. And Pauline again, um, that was quite, um, amazing to hear that she bought her first property when she was something like 17 years old. No, <laughs> like I definitely weren't thinking about buying properties when I was 17. No, no. 17. I was, you know, just worried about like, my next math test yeah. in high school. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but for anyone who's interested in checking those out, those are episodes 70, 74, and 76. Yeah. Buster and Punch was quite cool. I remember uh, interviewing uh, Massimo. And um, it's kind of cool because he was very – he's a little bit like, you know, very um, down-to-earth Um and, and says it how it is, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, the whole, the whole story around, um, the ambition 
and drive that he had to try and create the best light bulb uh, LED, for, uh, you know, bulb that that would um, that would push above like play, people like Philips, which are huge. Yeah, and, beat, and he beat them to it. And um, off the back of that, you know, he's he's a he's a biker. Um, and they, they first started like tinkering in his own garage kind of, again, reminds me, you know, the story back again, when like, um, the guy from Ikea, when he started in his own garage, making furniture, um, like small bits of furniture and growing from that thing, you know? Um, yeah, Massimo is a, an amazing guy. I like, yeah. I really enjoyed, really enjoyed that one as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about, our updates, what we've been doing with our website. Um, I think, uh, it's definitely improved and we think that it can still be better. It can always be better. We want right. to be able to help our listeners more and more and more. Um, and the only way that we can really do that, uh, apart from doing our own research with, is actually listening to you guys, the listeners, you know, so if you've got something to say, if, um, you, uh, you've got a suggestion for the website, anything that you think that would, um, serve you, then, uh, definitely get in touch with us. You can email us, um, podcast at property renovation com. You can go into our Facebook page, which is, um, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast. Uh, you can get in touch with us on, uh, Instagram. What else? Where else can they get in touch? Um, I think just leaving a review. Yeah. 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 You can leave us a review. We will, we definitely read those and, um, cool. Yeah. I think those are all the big areas. Oh, yeah. But what, what we've been doing with the podcast, what, I mean, we first started with just like pulling all of the episodes on and then because the episodes were getting quite a lot, I think, do you remember the conversation when we had about like, it was becoming a bit difficult to search and they were getting archived and you have to keep on going back. So we, um, put in the the search, search options. So if you, um, as, as a listener, if you, uh, think that you've heard about an episode and you remember partly what it was called, um, then you'd be able to put that in the search option. Um, and your what, what will uh, pop up is all of the uh, the closest pop- uh, possibilities to to that episode, so you'll find it a lot quicker as well. Um, especially because we are about to we're not close we're not we're not far away from hitting our hundredth episode. Um, yeah. And as we do uh, a few more of these um, uh, quick pod ones as well, it's gonna it's gonna grow even faster. Um, the top ten thing that was a good idea, wasn't it, Juliet? Yeah, that that was actually really fun to sort of put together to think like what are the what are the top ten resources that could really help you know all of our listeners. Yeah, no matter what they're sort of where they're at in their projects or what they're interested in, and so I think it's um, hopefully it's been helpful. If there's another area that you were thinking we could sort of um, curate a top ten list, please let us know. I think that'd be great. That'd be really fun to put that together as well, and. Um, yeah, again, still, uh, still work in progress, but you know, we'll keep working at it and yeah, just, you know, we're just here to, you know, make your renovation a little bit easier. Yeah, exactly. I think with the top 10, what we got with the categories, cause we've got some tools that we're suggesting. We've got some books. Mm-hmm. What else have we got on there? 
at the moment? I think tools and books. Then um, we just started the education area, uh-huh. and so we're that's that's definitely a work in progress. And so we're gonna keep working on that one to try and give you guys more um, solid resources of just you know education of how to um, how to run your project, project management, all sorts of things. Yeah, it's great. It's it's you know it contains tools that. And um, tools and books that um, myself and Juliet have either used or read. Um, so definitely, definitely recommended. Uh, so go and check it out. Um, and then we've got the tagging. So every episode that we do now, um, we are going to tag it uh, to what it's related to. So you heard us mention about the development discovery. Now, that was all about property development. So we've tagged them for property development. So you could just type that in as well in the search and that will come up. So it's going to be a lot, lot better. Um, okay. So, uh, we mentioned a little bit, uh, about the growth records, but, um, honestly guys, you know, with your help, um, listening to us, spreading the word, we have literally doubled, um, from last year, uh, in, in terms of awareness and spread, um, the downloads per episode are huge. Um, and, uh, we're, like I said, we're in 27 countries and that's pretty remarkable to be honest with you. Um, to actually have received phone calls from like the US, um, asking for advice, uh, on what they can do with the renovation. We've actually got, Julia, we've got someone coming on, um, in, in January and, uh, I spoke to her on the phone and that was a pretty much cool episode as well. You know, like they were, they were asking for some advice on what to do with their, their product, uh, their projects. So yeah, it's just kind of weird, you know, like just it's across the other side of the world. Like what's going yeah, on? Exactly. But, um, yeah. So that's, that's people are listening to our voices in all these other like continents that yeah. I've never been to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But you know, that's a good thing. And, um, we have you guys as our listeners to, to, to thank you for that. And also, um, anyone that's been a guest of ours, um, and, uh, who, who, who's, uh, any professional that we've had on here as well, they've spread the word. We've got a lot of thank yous to say, I think. Um, no only, yeah, I mean, if, uh, this week, actually, if you actually are listening, um, uh, I spent this week actually spreading, um, uh, a load of emails out. So anyone that I probably annoyed or, um, they're happy to find, but there was a lot of Christmas card, cr- Christmas e-cards that went out and some physical Christmas cards as well. So, um, that's good. Yeah. If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy to use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today. Suggestions for next year, like for, for, for 2019, uh, I think I can speak for Julia when we say that we want to hear, um, your suggestions in what you believe 
we could do to help you more. Um, yeah. Um, you know, we want to hear from you. And uh, by that, I mean, it's not like, yeah, you know, like, we, we, do we really want to, are we just saying this? We really do want to hear from you. Um, so, you know, if you, if you leave us a review, uh, and, uh, and you're recommending something that we should do, or maybe we shouldn't do, maybe we're doing something that isn't quite serving you that well as well. We really do want to hear. Um, it's only going to, uh, serve a lot more people better. Um, we're here for the long run. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you want to say about that one? I think, um, really, I, uh, I know that people, I know everyone's really busy and it takes a bit of time to leave a review, drop a note, you know, send a message, but it really, really does help us like any feedback, you know, feedback, if it's good feedback, um, on what to do more of, what to do less of, you know, maybe, maybe we hit on a topic, but we didn't, you know, explore it in depth enough. Maybe it wasn't helpful. Maybe, maybe we assumed that people knew things when we shouldn't have. And so, you know, just any little, any little bit of how we're doing and what we can do to improve, it really does help us. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, there's so many ways that they can do that. You know, we've mentioned about the iTunes review. Um, they can, they can even message us. They can email us, um, and get in contact. They can fill out a contact form on our website as well, but they can actually join that Facebook group. I'll mention it another, uh, another time, but, uh, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the property renovation podcast. Um, there's also, there's almost like 200 odd people in there now. Um, and if you do join it, there's not only us that can give you advice, but there are other community members that can give you advice as well. And when you come in there, you, you can tell us a little bit about your project. You can post a photo, uh, and you can, you know, get on that journey of, um, asking anything you want, you know, and, and letting people follow. Because if you join, um, and maybe you're not looking for advice, but you're looking to give advice, then that's also a great thing to do as well for anyone, because not everyone can afford, uh, to have a project manager mm-hmm. or to pay for a course online or, um, or even have the time, you know, like, that's another thing. You know, if you've got a big family, you've got kids and you're still trying to achieve developing your home, renovating it, you, you don't want to get stuck with just receiving the advice you hear from your building company and take that as the best sound advice. You know, it's always good to get that second opinion. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And there's tons of people out here to help you. So, um, I'm excited about this bit, but we're going to talk about the, trip when I'm going to come and see you, Juliet. Yes. Finally, finally, finally. So I'm coming to Chicago. Uh, I'm going in February. Which is and... the grayest, coldest, <laughs> darkest month, but we're still super excited about it. <laughs> hey, I tr- I tried to come in the summer, but I'm, I'm not allowed to leave. So <laughs> I, this, this was the best I could do. Um, but I've never been to Chicago. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to actually meeting you as well. Um, and we're going to plan a lot of things to do and make that trip, um, quite special. Um, we're going to be putting some videos up on YouTube. We're going to be doing obviously the, the odd episode, um, or depending on how much we can cram in. Um, there's so much to see in Chicago as well. That's the thing. It's a difficult one. It's a great, 
city. And if, yeah, if, if you guys are interested in like getting a glimpse of anything here in Chicago, again, drop us a line, let us know. We'll try and get out there, send, do some photos or a little video, a little live Instagram. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. We're going to definitely be on Instagram. I'm going to try to do as much stories on Instagram. So if you are not following us on Instagram, uh, definitely, uh, follow us for, for that as well. Um, so yeah, no, I'm super excited. That's going to literally, that's going to fly around. It's like Christmas is now here. I know. I'm going to just like wake up and I'm on the, on the way to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Cool. I, I hope you've booked some, like a, a, a nice restaurant that we can go to. This oh, there's so many good restaurants. Good. So many good restaurants. Okay. All right. Do a Michelin bib gourmand tour. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, so Julia, you know, you've got your company. I've got my company and we do this as well. Um, what, what have we learned on our own projects? What have you learned? What in this year when you're doing your projects? I have, there's certain things that you know, but then you can always realize that truth a little bit more in your bones. And Actually, very recently, I realized that whole, that old saying, measure twice, cut once. Mm-hmm. So I was reviewing some steel drawings and to approve of them. And, you know, I thought I'd had it all good. I had double checked it. I had actually triple checked it, but then it didn't quite sit right. I'm like, you know what? I'll do one last check. And I had almost missed how the beams were connecting to these steel columns in a different way. And so, you know, each column is like thousands and thousands of dollars. It's all custom fabricated. So if I hadn't done that last fifth check, just disaster. I, I, I don't, my mind doesn't even want to go to, to how bad it, it would have been. And so you always know, you know, your work is important. The details definitely matter, but Holy crap, they matter. <laughs> it's just, just, yeah, it's measured twice, thrice, four, five, six, just, you know, it's worth taking the extra half hour, an hour and making sure it's right before you hit send, you make the order before you order hardware, you know, make sure that, you know, your exterior lock is, you know, you get the right handing, right? You know, so just all those little things. So yeah, that was a very close brush with disaster that I had. But, but what, what, what actually happened? Like, why do you feel that you actually went back and had to measure or, you know, calculate for the fifth time? There must have been something like nerves in you to make sure this was right. Was this like one of the biggest you've done or like what, what was, what made you do that? Um, Usually, usually I have the time to double check everything with my business partner. Mm-hmm. But this particular time, just the way our schedules were working out and they needed, you know, approval for these shop drives by the end of the day. And it's just, I'm like, all right, so I'm on my own. No one else is double checking my work this time, you know? And so, which is why I triple checked it. I think I literally caught the the mistake on the fifth time. Like if I look at my sheets, there's literally five check marks. So each time I double checked it and then I was going through the last or the fourth time. 
And then I noticed the way they had drawn the connections of the beam to the column was slightly different. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think, wait a minute, why did that, why did they draw that differently? Why is, why is this detail omitted? And then so I went back and I was like, oh, holy crap. <laughs> Gosh. So wow. it was, I think I broke out into a cold sweat <laughs> at <this> moment. <laughs> But that's a, that's a lesson, isn't it? That is a lesson. I, I remember, um, many times doing something like that. Gosh, like just calculating things like square meterage and not really, you know, just going dead on to the total. And right. if it was something I was buying that was expensive, maybe marble or, um, or stone or something like that, you know, where it's like, 70 pounds to 100 pounds a square meter sometimes yeah. um you don't want to go over because it's too late then you can't send them back so you're always thinking that you're edging on the side of caution you're thinking i'm gonna get just the amount i need and then you realize when you're doing your cuts and right. the breakages and stuff like that you know you d- you really should have ordered that 10 percent because the biggest thing that happens is that they they either go out of stock yeah Exactly. Uh, or they color, the color variation changes, all of this stuff. And you're stuffed. You just can't do anything, you know? Yeah. So it's good to just order more than less. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What, anything else? Anything else you've, you've learned? I think that I've learned that it's always worth being a tiny bit bothersome. And by that, I mean, sending that extra email, making that extra phone call mm-hmm. because, um, you know, sometimes I think it's like, Oh, so-and-so they're really busy. I shouldn't bother them when it's an extraneous email. But I realized that over communication, like when you think you're over communicating, you're probably communicating just enough from my point of view, as you know, the designer, as the architect and talking to our clients just to make sure that they, you know, are fully aware of where we are in the project, what needs to happen, what the expectations are for, you know, decisions that they maybe have to make or um, just, it's just always, always good. Can I, I feel like I've probably been very, I think I've been very lucky in my clients, but my experience has been that it's never good when bad things happen, but if you're always on the ball in terms of communicating ahead of time, Hey, this is coming up, this may be a problem. And then when something does happen, mm-hmm. it's always much more well received because it's not as much of a shock. You know, they weren't making other decisions in the background about their plans and their lives, you know, based on information that was soft, that was presented as hard information, you know, like a real, you know, something that wasn't going to change. So I think, yeah, over communication is actually just enough communication. Yeah. 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 What about you? What have, what's the one thing? You know, I think I've got two now. Um, oh, yeah. I just dotted one down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, it's about, um, never, never underestimate I'll never assume that the expectations uh, a client has match your expectations. I think oh. um, it's all well and good. 
you can communicate so much. You can show so many images, so many designs and everything else. But when the project starts to become live, um, you cannot control, um, the expectations, you know, like there's, there's curveballs that are thrown in the way. Like a client can say, yeah, I know I said I liked it. And yes, I approved the plans and stuff, but it's not like that color. You know, it, it's arrived and I don't like it. We need to change it. And, you know, and what are you, what are you, what are you going to do? You know, like you have to work around that. And, um, the expectations of like, um, I think it probably goes down to a bit about the communication as well. So, I mean, my company in, in London, we, we are, um, majority, majority of the main operation is quite remote. So we mm-hmm. work a lot online. We communicate a lot online. Um, but our designers, our contractors, they're all customer facing. Uh, they're on the projects. They're the front line. Uh, they're on the front line. So, um, when I, when I, um, when it comes down to communication, I'm always thinking outside the box. How can we make the next project better? How can we communicate more? What do we need to tell the client before we start so that they expect what's going to happen down to the things like, Hey, look, you know what? We're going to be working in your home. There's going to be dust. It's going to be a building site for a while, you know, um, because we believe it or not, we've had clients that said, my God, I've come home on the first day. There's dust and you know, it's in my home and we're like, well, yeah, we're, we're working <laughs> in your home. So like, you know, it's the whole, um, you really don't, you, you, everyone's different and everyone mm. reacts differently. And there's a lot of emotion that's connected to projects. Uh, someone that maybe that maybe, maybe someone to do a renovation has pulled it out, um, from savings, uh, that, so it doesn't really hurt them, but then maybe someone has got out alone. So they're emotionally connected. They're going to be paying it back for like years and years. So it's really different. And when you've got to deal with sensitive things like, um, uh, extra costs, uh, yeah. on a project, um, even down to the bit where they ask you to get something for them, you know, and they're surprised that you'll, you'll, you'll put a small, fee on that because it does take time. You're taking the risk to buy it. You might have to return it, those kind of things. And at the end of the day, it's a business. So we, we, we have to get fuel to fill the car in that way. So yeah, it's, uh, expectations. I think, um, I don't think you can never be clear enough, but the key point, what I'm trying to get at, I think is that I don't think we're, we're next year. Our, our big, biggest improvement is about being, uh, trying, trying to make the, the client picture before we even start what it's going to be like. What is the worst case scenario without scaring them? But what mm. is the worst case scenario? Um, and that everything is going to be all right at the end. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be great and mm. it's going to look great and you're going to have that that new space in your home for years. So it all will always be worth it, you know? So that's one thing. Um, the, the next thing I probably say is that, um, I'm not going to pin, I'm not going to mention any one company, but our suppliers within my company, I've realized that my team have struggled a hell of a lot. There's been so much conversation 
wasted conversation, um, dealing with issues from companies that have the inability to deliver well, to deliver on time, the right product. And they're just, they don't care. They don't care. They have got no, um, they, they just don't get it. They, 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 oh, well, we'll send out the next one. We'll send out the right one tomorrow. And that's it. That's all you get. And it's like, do you realize that you've just had a massive impact on our job? You know, like the electrician's been in, the plumber's been in, and now they're going home and we've got to pay them. And it's like, right. you know, it's tough. It really is. So I think like deliverers, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this because there's going to be definitely company, uh, homeowners that are, uh, purchasing things online. Um, and, and getting it delivered themselves. And it, when it's time sensitive, when you have contractors on site, uh, and you're expecting something to deliver the day that the plumber starts, the radiators arrive, for instance, you know, um, this is not good because, uh, radiators, unfortunately, even if you buy a radiator with the radiator valves, the radiator arrives, but the valves don't. And there was another one, Julia, you won't believe this. There was, and this tap was 500 pounds, right? <laughs> 500 pounds. Wow. And they do, they do them in rose gold, mm-hmm. black and chrome. And we ordered a black one and a rose gold one arrived. I mean, how can you get that wrong? Uh, how can yeah. you get that wrong? And, um, then, then, so that, that, that was one thing. And then another one was, uh, the deliveries when we ordered mm, close to four or five thousand pounds worth of goods and the delivery driver, who's nothing to do with the company. This is a sub company right. arrived. It was in the central London. They couldn't find a parking space. So they just drove off. Oh my God. They just drove off. That's it. So we were hunting around thinking, is it on site? Did it get delivered? And we're communicating with the delivery, like the, uh, the, the main company, but it's not them. So right. they're communicating. And it was just a joke. We wasted a whole day trying to find this, you know, load of goods. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, um, I'm going to try and figure out ways that we can fix that. You know, like how can we be more diligent um, on deliveries? How can we, pr- I mean, we can't control it. We're not like superhumans, but there's got to be a way. And I'm refusing to accept that we are reliant on delivery drivers delivering the right things on time. Right. You know, I think, it, I think something needs to change. So yeah, it's not fair on us. It's not fair on our clients. You know, it's so close to Christmas as well. So yeah, but that's, that's, yeah. it's, it's tough. It's a mad dash for so many clients and just yeah. homeowners around the world right now. And yeah, yeah, same thing here dealing with projects and the custom sink, you know, fabricated out of slabs, the unexpectedly there was, you know, very unfortunately there was a death in the family of the warehouse with, you know, the supplier uh-huh. for the stone. And then they literally just shut down. Wow. You can't get in touch with them. And so it's like the stone is literally locked up in the warehouse, you can't get in touch with anyone. You don't know what's going to happen to the business and just like crazy, crazy things like that. Or, you know, you have a custom powder coat, the color arrives wrong. Yeah. 
It's, it's not the metal worker's fault, but now the metal worker's late because he can't do his job. It's just exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And, and your client, you know, they don't want to know. They don't want to know. They just want to know that they're going to get it done. Exactly. And we're here to solve those problems. And it's tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a really tough thing. Um, okay. So yeah, we have, we've definitely learned a lot. So, definitely. um, <laughs> well, let's end this with our thank yous and our sincere thank yous. Actually, you know, we wouldn't be here where we are. Um, and having the, the, the listeners that we have, if it wasn't for our guests, our sponsors, our partners, um, our listeners, you know, it's a big, big thing. Um, so thank you all very, very, very much. Um, and we do hope that you have an amazing, um, break Christmas. Um, is there anyone else that you would like to thank actually? I just think, um, yeah, I think, you know, definitely thank all of our guests, our sponsors, our listeners, subscribers, everyone, you know, people in our Facebook group. Thank you so much for letting us be part of this journey of yours. And, um, Actually, yeah, thanks to our families and to, you know, our other business partners and who we work with, you know, they give us the time and the support to do this as well yeah. to help yeah. you guys. And so, yeah, definitely, definitely more than just James and I making this thing run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and like professionals as well, you know, we, 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 we do know we're in, we're in the field. We know exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got like, um, if you're in, if you're a designer, um, if you're a builder, if you're an architect, um, we, we realize a lot how, how hard you work, um, mm-hmm. how challenging every day is and just keep on with it. Um, I'm sure you've had some amazing project, uh, product projects, uh, this year as well. And, uh, whatever you've got exciting planned for next year, I hope it goes really, really well. We both do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And finally, I would probably like to say, we would both like to say that if anyone has achieved finally being on the property ladder, give yourself a pat on the back and probably open up a glass of champagne or something. You know, it's a big, big, um, it's a big milestone, uh, a big milestone in your life. Yeah. And, uh, it's a big achievement. It's difficult Mm -hmm. to get on. And, um, if you have well done to you. So congratulations to everyone who's been able to do that. Yeah. So that's it. I think, um, we wish you a very, uh, Merry Christmas and hope you have a happy new year. Spend time with your family. Um, they are uh, the most important to you and, uh, memories are the most important thing as well. Definitely. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks very much. Take care. See you next year.